What's going on guys? It's 9am. I'm making this recording. I'm gonna tell you what's up. I'm gonna tell you who's on this episode. We got the captain today. The captain is going to be the first female guest on the show. She is a character. She represents a minority of women who are in the STEM field. She's a double major in biomedical engineering and applied math. She is the captain in Spanish for two reasons. One, she's actually the captain of her club lacrosse team and has been for multiple years. And she is very fond of exploring the world. She's been to many places. She's traveled and she plans on continuing to travel. So, you know, I know Spanish isn't that foreign. But, you know, you know, changing the pace. Instead of saying the captain, I want, you know, la capitana. You know, and it rolls off the tongue and it sounds cool. So, you know. Um... So in this one, we're going to be talking about her travel, uh, her decisions to become a biomedical engineer and what she feels like doing after that. And um, I hope you guys have noticed these intros have been getting a lot shorter. The episodes have been getting more condensed to the point. I think I finally figured out the flow of things. And I think uh, I'm going to be rolling out more episodes on a faster pace, maybe twice a week. And um, what I'm also going to be doing is I'm going to stop putting stuff on SoundCloud a couple reasons why I'm going to be doing that. One, I don't like SoundCloud's interface that much. I think it was made for music, not really podcasts. And two, they uh, to have enough uh, upload space, I would have to pay like 15 a month, which I don't feel like doing. I'm probably just going to wait it out and uh, get the website and the RSS feed and just put it to like iTunes and all the apps and stuff that I said I was going to do. And um, that'll be coming shortly. Um so for now, all of these uh, podcasts will only be on YouTube. So for all you people out there who are listening to the podcast, for all my friends, quote unquote friends who are listening, man, I'm at six subscribers, guys. You know, help your boy out. Hit them subs. Hit them like buttons. Help me out if you like the content. If not, don't do it. I mean, you know what? I'm trying out here, though. Um, if there's anything you want to change, leave a comment. You know, tell me, give me some feedback. Say what uh, you want uh, more from this channel. Other than that, hope you enjoy the talk. Out of all of the teams that you played on, then, what do you think was the most? Other than college, mm. before college, what yeah. do you think was like the most memorable game you've had in, in lacrosse? That's a good question. That is a good that, question. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think of that question before, like starting this. But I, I'm actually wondering, what's your favorite like lacrosse game memory, like highlight reel type of stuff? I don't know. <laughs> there has I, to be one game that I don't like, know. stands no. out. Well, the thing is, like, my lacrosse, like, has been, like, such a bumpy ride. Because, like, in, like, junior year of high school, like, I got hurt. So, like, I didn't play. Really? Yes. Yeah, so what injury? I got uh, my hip flexor. I strained my hip flexor. So, I was, like, out my entire junior year season. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, like sophomore year I was on JV. And, like, junior year I was supposed to get onto varsity. Mm-hmm. But, like, because of my injury, like, I couldn't be on varsity. Really? So, then, like, senior year I got on varsity. But it was kind of just, like... It was at the end. It was. It was exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Really it's at the end, and like, you, yeah. Exactly. Like they already have like a set lineup mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Wow. Do you think that would have impacted your college career differently? Do you think like being on Probably. varsity? Yeah, definitely. Maybe you would have been like on the actual team more. so Yeah, than... I think. I mean, there's definitely a possibility. I mean, I you really never know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's 100 percent true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I played like club lacrosse over the summer and stuff like that. So like that helped with like the college recruiting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it would have helped. But you know. Do you think you would have rather been on you know the pro like the actual lacrosse team versus a club lacrosse team, or do you think it doesn't really matter to you? I mean, 
I can't, I can't, I can't, yeah, you can't think about it. I can't change, yeah, you can't change about what, like, what's happening right now, and, you know, I love my experience I've had at Stony Mm -hmm. Brook, I think that if I was on the lacrosse team, I wouldn't, you uh, definitely have less time, especially, yeah, I just wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have been friends with you guys, like, all the friends that I've made so far, like, I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't be friends with them, and I don't know if I would have stuck with, Mm -hmm. like, you know, my major, even double majored, or, I mean, yeah, that's, that's really true, um, being, being on any club, or, like, um, like any any part of Greek life during mm-hmm. during your college like college career, you become closest friends with those people because so much of your free time goes to hanging out with those yeah. people. So probably more likely than not, if you're on the actual team team where you have to do like all of the drills, all the, the you know the weekly it's like routine of being on a team, probably wouldn't have the free time to oh, like, hang sure, out with yeah. other people. Yeah, it would it would have been such a different experience. It would have changed everything. That's Definitely. Crazy, yeah. But I mean, uh, also you wouldn't have done the double major for BME AMS, mm-hmm. which I also want to get into because yeah. you're um, a minority of people being a female in a STEM field, uh-huh. which is relatively uncommon. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but it's just it's just it. I mean, it's rising now, uh-huh. but given the fact that where I think it's like seventeen yeah. percent, I want to say something like that. Random stats. I love throwing them out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what made you choose BME and AMS? And wait, before you start saying stuff. BME is biomedical engineering. AMS is applied math and statistics. For those of you who don't know, yeah. So, um, so what started me being be, like the, being interested in BME was uh, my two. I have like three older siblings, mm-hmm. and they're all super smart. Like, so my <laughs> my uh, oldest brother went to school. He originally went for engineering, but he decided like not to do that. Okay. And he went to math. And then uh, my other brother, who's like two years older than me, like I like look up to him a lot mm-hmm. and like a lot of I don't know we just like get along really well mm-hmm. and so when he first went to school he went to like an engineering college school, yeah okay. exactly like it was mostly no engineering yeah what school did he go to uh Stevens Tech I have no clue what yeah it's in Hoboken okay. it's a small school but it's like pretty much everyone there is an engineer okay and so you know he was there while I was kind of like getting into the whole college mm-hmm. thing and seeing him like being interested in engineering I'm like oh like I should look into mm-hmm. engineering and then you know, I kind of, like, looked into the different kind of engineering they had, uh, just overall, and... Just, like, programs? Yeah, exactly, and I was looking into biomedical engineering, because, like, just the fact that you're able to, like, influence the medical field without actually having to go through, like, four more years of college, right, or, like, right. whatever, for, like, med school, like, and I never really wanted to be a doctor, that was, like, never what I was interested in, but... Why not? You just didn't like the idea of it. I don't or is know, it like, like the, the, the like are you squeamish like with like No, not even like it? I don't mind with like blood or anything. I think it's more of just the fact that like That's true. there's just so blood. much like sickness and so much like oh, you don't negative it? Yeah, like I don't think I could be I don't think I could handle okay, all okay. that. <laughs> but like being able to like, you know, improve it and like, you know, let allow people to like mm. live longer or just improve Honestly, their lives at, at yeah. all like makes it makes biomedical engineering like a really huh. cool. That's, that's really interesting cuz um I've had this uh, conversation with uh, yeah, my friend from high school mm. and we talk about uh the difference, the drastic difference in the change in the medical field versus the change in uh, the technological field. Mm-hmm. If you look at the rate that uh, technology has been moving over the past years, yeah. it's exponential. Where mm-hmm. medicine is still pretty archaic. Yeah. Like, you'll like, I don't know, like your hip flexor thing or like me, like I've injured my shoulder mm-hmm. many times and like I'll go to an orthopedist or, uh, yeah, an orthopedist, I was about to say orthodontist. I don't even know. Well, <laughs> go to an orthopedist and I'll be like, oh, like this hurts and like, oh, it's, it's fine. It just happened. You yeah. know, like just stop doing stuff and it's okay. Like there's no, like it's been getting better now, mm-hmm. but like the real push to make those changes happen or the technology yeah and the thing is that it's so there's so many like like things that need to be checked off before you're even allowed to like 
implement any new technology or mm-hmm. like you know if you're trying to you know have like an implant like you have to make sure that the bio like the biomaterials go like well with the body and that they mm-hmm. don't get rejected like there's just so much that goes into it that like it makes it kind of hard to get those like inventions right right to take off so but, like rightfully so like you have to make sure that they're safe and that they're yeah. able to, they do more good than harm so what kind of engineering was your brother doing because you're saying he, he was, was the one that yeah so he was yeah so he was doing uh i think civil engineering which is like building bridges, bridges and, and stuff, stuff right? like that yeah but I was, like, not interested in that <laughs> at all. But so he just got me interested in, like, the engineering field as a whole. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, I did, I don't really, I never really knew exactly, like, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be a teacher because, like, my mom was a teacher. Okay. So I was like, oh, like, you know, I want to be like that. But then I think, like, over the years, I kind of just, like, I'm interested in so many different things that, like, it's hard for me to decide, like, what I want to actually I do. Same problem. Yeah, exactly. The same problem. That's like, uh, when I was in third grade i think they always asked i think it was third grade it's like that first year they ask us like oh like what do you want to be yeah. when you grow up like we're gonna put it in your yearbook mm-hmm. it's like i don't i'm in third grade yeah what do you expect from me i don't even know what a job is yeah exactly and you're, <laughs> back then you're like so far in the future but yeah. then now you're like oh this is now, like, now this is, yeah um, third grade i think i said i wanted to be an architect mm-hmm. and then i realized that to be an architect you need to learn you need to know how to draw yeah and then the first time i realized that i was like that is not happening I'm yeah incapable of drawing <laughs> um and then later on, I just, I don't think I ever really thought about it. I think I said pharmacist at a point, and then I just keep listing things that were high paying. Yeah. And then college comes around. I'm in college, and I, I ended up being math just because I was good at math. Mm. And now I'm literally like, I just don't want a job. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> it's I can't, too much pressure. I, one, it's too much pressure. Two, I feel like I have that. And I think it's, for our generation, it's a new thing that like commitment problem of Yo, like yeah like i sure. want to just do things here and there like i want to be able to do this and then like yeah. you know if i get bored of it like i want to do that yeah <laughs> and i think like that's part of the reason why i decided to pick up the double major of ams because mm-hmm. like so my my oldest brother he wound up doing math as his major and he like went into like marketing and he's like right. sales right now and then my um my brother who's two years older than me he, He's an actuary, right? Yeah, so he, like, went... To, after being a engineering major, he, like, decided that wasn't for him at all. Mm-hmm. And he went... Um, he's transferred schools, and he went into actuary. And so, like... And he's, like, loving what he's doing right now. Like, right. both my brothers are loving what they're doing. So I'm like, oh, well, if I don't enjoy biomedical engineering, like, I could go into this. math. And, like, just being able to have that extra, like, kind of, like, cushion of, like... Yeah. yeah I, I mean, don't know. It I just mean, helps. Applied math is one of the most growing fields right now in mm-hmm. the STEM uh, field. Uh, just because it's applicable almost in everything. Yeah. Uh, I always talk. I always tell people who like talk about math and like don't like it. It's like, like there's languages, like languages of the world. Everyone mm-hmm. speaks a different way, but math is universal. Yeah. It's applicable in any part of the world. Yeah. Um. And it's helpful in so many different things. Like, I don't know. I guess if you're yeah. not into it, then no, you're not if, into no, it. No, there's some like... people who just are just god awful at math. Yeah. Like, not even. Not even, like, real math. Like, I'm not even talking about calculus. I'm talking mm-hmm. about... Like, I, there was a person that I was working with, and they were like, oh, like, I just got a car, and uh, I have no clue how to, like... Like, I don't know how much my payments are and how right. much they should be. And, like, they were, like, so bad at it that they just didn't know how to, like... They didn't know what their payments were. Yeah. They didn't know how interest rate works. And it's like, that's just stuff you should know. Yeah. You know? I, I think... Or if not know, like, be able to learn. Like, be able to, yeah, like... Yeah, figure it out. Because that's, yeah. that's life stuff that you just should should yeah. have figured out. Because, yeah. I mean, money is a number, yeah. technically speaking. Like, it's, yeah. you have to know numbers to know money. Yeah, and money runs the world, so. And, runs, <laughs> and people don't know yeah. that. But yeah. I think it's just, like, I don't know. I've always loved math. My, everyone in my family loves math except for my dad because he doesn't yeah. have those genes. So <laughs> <laughs> we got it all from my mom, but. 
that's cool. So all like family engineers. So wait, you have another sibling. So yeah, so I have a sister. You have a sister. So she um she went to school. She went to uh she went to Loyola down in Maryland, mm-hmm. and she was down there for like a a year, maybe two years. I'm not really sure. I was kind of young when it all happened. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of just realized, like, I mean, she got into some trouble, but she kind of realized that, like, college just wasn't for her. Right. The thing is, like, she's really smart. She got a, like, perfect score on the math part of her SAT, like... Hey, me too. (laughs) Yeah, she's, like, she's just, like, really, like, she's really smart. She really enjoys math, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's just, like, the rest of college just, like, wasn't wasn't for her. Like, she... she, It was really, she just, like, wasn't interested in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I I think, like, it's It's hard. It's not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It It definitely is, and I think it was also just, like, a lot for her to deal with, mm-hmm. like, a lot of just, like, stress and pressure, you know? So I think... So then she just, like, dropped out, and she... What year in, did she drop out in? Uh, I think sophomore year. Okay. Like, she she didn't go into junior year. Okay, okay. Yeah. So she dropped out, and now she's, like, living in Pennsylvania with her boy, her fiancé. Mm, nice. And she just, like, works at, like, a, a catering place. What do you think the origins of the word fiancé are? French. No, 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 not like the origin, not the language origin. No, I don't know, I don't know. Why fiance, I don't know, it's it's a funny word. Yeah. Fiance. It is. Anyways, um, that goes into uh, a good segue into language and uh, going to different parts of the world, because I definitely want to talk to you about all the different places you've been. Oh, yeah. Because I mentioned this in the intro, um, you've been out of everyone I know, like to the, other than, other than the, uh, the Mazingo, which is, um, he doesn't count just because he's been to everywhere. He lived yeah, there. Yeah, he lived everywhere. Yeah. But, like, you've traveled um, every break, or, like, at least once during every semester, you've gone yeah. somewhere. And it's like, like, I've seen you, like, one week, and then literally, like, two weeks later, they were like, oh, look, I'm in Italy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. how did you, what happened? How did you that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like, it's definitely a big part of it because of my parents. Like, growing up, like, my parents made sure to take us on vacations. Like, mm-hmm. ev- like every summer we went on a vacation. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, usually just, like, around, like, the U.S., you know? We went, like, we've gone to, like, California a couple of times. I've been to Hawaii a couple of times. Like, my family there. I've been to, like, the Grand Canyon and all that. Like, my parents, like, always made sure to, like... Explore. Kind of, like, yeah, explore and kind of, like, ingrain that, like, they traveling, can, yeah, you yeah. know? The mentality. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, this like, is I think the world we know. We should look at it. Right, like, <laughs> where we live is such a small part of the world and, like... You just have, like... There's so much more to it. There's so much more. The people, like, just the experiences have been, like, awesome. But so, uh... Wait, before we get started into all the places... Yeah. Do you have a total count of all the different countries you've been to? Well, okay, so I actually have only... I've I've pretty much only been in the U.S. except for, like, last January was when I started to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to, to, like... Mexico, I guess, and like Canada when yeah, I was like, yeah, but like, if but you're like, in the US, you go there eventually. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I haven't been to Mexico. I've been to Canada like eight times, but I haven't yeah. been to Mexico. I've been to Mexico on like a cruise or whatever, but it's <laughs> like not like actually to Mexico, but okay. um, but so then like last gen, so I mean, I guess I have a count just because it's like pretty small, mm-hmm. but I can't Ireland think of them right now. Yeah, Ireland and Italy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and also uh, London and Amsterdam. Oh right, right. Okay. Yeah. So like last January, I went. To Ireland with my mm-hmm. family. Well, Which I went with from, studying abroad. From last January till now, 
You've been to all four of those places. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. Oh, actually, you... and I also went to Paris, so five. Okay, so yeah. five places in a year. Yeah. Less than a year. Less than a year. That's wild. Yeah, kind of like once, it was like once I went in January to Ireland, it kind of just like got the ball rolling, and I was like, <laughs> I can't stop. Like, I need to go to other places. <laughs> you need help? You yeah. You addicted to traveling now? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it gets addicting, like... Did you start like a travel Instagram? I feel like that'd, yeah. that'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> Maybe I'll get into that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a lot of people, and that's one of the most common things that uh, Instagrammers do now is like they'll just travel the world and mm-hmm. like take awesome pictures. Yeah. And like that's all they do. That's literally yeah. all they do. It seems mean, like I a just, lot of work though. Food, food, food for thought. Food <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Um, it's not. I don't know if it's vegetarian, but food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, out of the five places that you've been to, was it you said Paris, Ireland, London, Amsterdam? Italy. Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What do you think your favorite was? Cause, That's so hard. Because I know, look, so like, I have family that has gone to Paris, mm-hmm. and like, you'd think Paris is really nice, but from what they've told me anecdotally, mm-hmm. it got awful there. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, is that like, it's just different. You know what I mean? Like, I like Paris wasn't my favorite place, but like, it was still such a good experience being there, and also like all the places that I've been to, it's like I was there for different amount of times. Mm-hmm. I was there with different people, so, like, being... Oh, a, so the experience is Yeah, the, the experience is, like, completely different. Like, the trip that I just went on to Italy, like, I went with... Family. My entire family. Yeah. And it was, like, such a... It was such a good vacation, because, mm-hmm. like, we're all... I mean, like, I'm the youngest of pretty much, like, all my, like, family, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, baby. I'm finally, like, old enough to, like, <laughs> hang out with everyone. And, like, it's not... Like, it's, it's weird if, like, you know, an 8-year-old hanging out yeah. with, like, a 20-year-old, but if, like... If a twenty-one-year-old hanging out with like a forty-year-old, like it's yeah, okay, like yeah. you know what I mean, like it's not, it's not yeah. weird, like so. All of you could drink. That's the important. Yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I think, and I think it's like like just different experiences. Like when I went to Ireland, it was very like factual because I was there to take a class, so it was oh, like I so was. You learn things there of Ireland, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So like a lot of our like the places that we went and a lot of like the information I was told was a lot of like, factual, historical stuff, mm-hmm. so, and was, I also was... was the most interesting fact of Ireland? Tell me. Oh. Come on, you took <laughs> an entire know, class. How do you not know what, what interesting fact? I know, uh... Bruh. No, I can't think of anything, oh, you can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> but, no, I don't know, it was just, like, and even, like, going to Ireland, I was there with, I knew, like, two girls already on the mm-hmm. trip, but, like, besides that, it was, like, you know, People that you 30 really strangers know. that yeah. I was okay. there with, and... Ex- like forced to stay with for 30 days yeah that must that sucks but it, like at first it sucked but like the time like goes by so like quickly and so I mean, slow probably, at the same time that like doing something every day yeah and you're with the same people so you're like kind of like forming relationships like and they're forming a lot quicker than mm-hmm. normal ones because you're with them like 24 7 yeah so and you're also like it's just interesting because you're exploring a new part of the world yeah. with a complete stranger. You know what I mean? You're both in that that moment of awe, like yeah, you're look like, at this. look where I am right now, and I'm sharing it with you. I don't even know you. Like, so can you see this? Yeah. <laughs> so, because what I've heard from um, family that has gone to Paris, mm-hmm. the reason why they said it was so bad was, and obviously this is generalization, and I hate generalizations. Yeah. I talked about this on uh, one that I had before. Uh, on the third episode mm. but um I guess that I'm gonna have too many episodes to referring <laughs> to them I'm gonna stop doing that yeah. um but what was they talking about oh yeah my cousin so when they when they went there they were telling me um that a lot of the people there or like the French people that they were meeting mm. there in general were relatively like like snobby in terms of like like they didn't really they kind of looked down on 
on American. people from America. Yeah. yeah it's like filthy but American. I mean, honestly, so, like, yeah. I look down on people that are American too. <laughs> like, it's like, I think it's just like their, their culture really. Like, I definitely had that experience too where like they weren't as friendly as the people who were in Ireland who like, people in Ireland, they just want to make you feel like you're at home, like very warm mm-hmm. and welcoming. But people in Paris, it's like a, it's also a very like touristy place. So you they think it's because it's like the city. It's because yeah, you, it could be. If you're in New York City, it's the same thing. No one yeah. really want, get, wants to give you the time of day. It's busy. Yeah, exactly. And I think I feel like they'd be highbrow though. Yeah, I feel like the French would be highbrow. I don't yeah. know. I just think they would. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, mean, but it's a lot. Of, but I did meet like a lot of like French people who were like very like willing to help you if you needed help mm-hmm. with directions or. I mean, I was sick when I went to Paris, oh. and I was you know we had like three days there, and we like walked like like, 13 miles every day, like, because oh, we were just trying to get everything yeah, in, yeah. so it was, like, rough, but I still had an awesome time there, like, it's just, like, so surreal, like, when you, like, see the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. you're, like, holy shit, like, this is the <laughs> Eiffel Tower, like, it's not even, it's literally just, like, a hunk of metal, but it's, like, something that, like, I mean, it's you would historic. never, it's, it's something yeah, that's exactly. been around for so long, yeah. and it's, like, it, like, it matters, Yeah. You know? it's, like, it's, when I, I went there with my parents, and, like, when I got there, like, me and my mom and my dad, we just, like, stood there, and we were just, like, looking at it, like, in a maze, like, it was outrageous, and my mom was just, like, I never thought in my entire life I would see the Eiffel Tower in person. Mm-hmm. It's just something that, like, it's so, like, far out of your mind that it's not real until you're there. Until it's, yeah, yeah. Until you're there. Yeah, I, I haven't really explored, I, I, I was talking to someone about this before, but I've only been to... My parents did this thing when, when, and I'm really mad that they did this. <laughs> is that anytime they'd have vacation time, I mean, it makes sense for what they did. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into why, but um, anytime they'd have vacation time, um, or like extra money to spend, we'd always end up going to Bangladesh, mm-hmm. uh, just because my mom had so much family there. Yeah. So whenever we had the time, like we, she wanted to go back and right. like, spend like. But that makes sense, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, most of my life, like a lot, I've had a lot of family that like lives near me. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, on holidays and stuff, like, we're with family. We're constantly seeing, like, I have family I have family who lives around the block from me. Like, we're always seeing each mm-hmm. other. So, like, I guess if you're not seeing each other, like, it makes sense why you would want to, like, go them. visit yeah. them so yeah. often. But you, we've been, like, to, so many times. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of, like, now my parents, since have gotten older, mm-hmm. um, they're, like, in their mid-40s, late 40s now. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to explore the world. Yeah. I think my mom's gone. We've gone to, like... 20 out of the 50 states mm, that's so awesome we want to go my, my mom wants to do all 50 and then she also wants to go like start going like abroad and, like they finally yeah. have that inkling to want to go yeah. and also the financial capability because that's a that is a very that's oh, like, a probably the biggest part of yeah. it going anywhere is expensive yeah and like i mean my parents just retired so they've had oh that's since they've helping. yeah <laughs> since they, yeah since they've retired they've gone like all over they went to australia new zealand they went to uh like germany austria mm-hmm. like they've gone so many different places and i think it's like once you kind of get older you're like time's kind of running out like yeah. i haven't seen as much of the world as i would like to see like there's just so much to see it's impossible yeah. to see it all <laughs> like even like even I, if you were touring even if you were like free uh, in terms of like financially speaking mm-hmm. it would still not be enough time to exactly. probably see every little thing mm-hmm. and even just like sometimes like you'd want like you want to spend more time in one place mm-hmm. like but there's still so much more you could yeah, be seeing, yeah. but, like... Out of just... all the places you've been to, then, is there one that... Is there... Okay, this one's probably his mm-hmm. answer. Out of the five places you've been, country-wise, yeah. what was the one that stood out the most that you think was, like... Maybe uh, the people that stood out, you know, the way they were mm-hmm. in terms of... In respect to, like, the United States. Yeah. Or, like, the environment or, like, the the things that you saw, the sights. 
Which one stood out the most? I think for me, I mean, maybe it was because I was there the most recent, but for me, I think it was Italy. Like, Italy, it's just such a cool place to be. And also, like, I growing, I mean, like, from, like, middle school until high school, I took Latin as my language mm-hmm. course. So, and with that comes a lot of, like, Roman mythology, like, Roman history, mm-hmm. Greek history, all mythology, all that. So, like, we, I went to Rome and, like, got to see all the stuff that I've been learning about for, you know, mm-hmm. six or seven years. Right, and right. it's just, like, so, like, surreal being there. You're like, oh, I remember seeing that picture in a mm-hmm. textbook. And like it's right there. Yeah, exactly. Like, Wait, is the Leaning Tower of Pizza? In, no, it's not. It's, it's in, in Italy, it's in, but, in Italy. Okay. yeah, but not in Rome. Not in Rome. Yeah. Okay, where is the Leaning Tower of Pizza? I feel like I should know it's this. It's in Pizza. It's in Pizza? Yeah. I'm going to target. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, I think, like... Hear that? No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um... Italy was probably most memorable just because of the people I got to spend it with. It was having a vacation with, like, your extended family. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, like, really stressful, but, like, this time it was, like, everything. Everyone was letting loose. Every, yeah, and it was just, like, everything was just picture perfect. Like, it couldn't have, I don't know, everything just couldn't the have gone The weather anything. was nice. And the weather was nice. Like, my cousin got married over there, so, like, the wedding was, like, perfect. Yeah, it was awesome. Sounds like an amazing time. Yeah, and the food <laughs> there is so fucking good. <laughs> That's the thing, like, being able to go and travel different places and, like, try the different food and just be completely out of your, like, Comfort element. Yeah, element. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, a literally a life Food is probably experience. the thing that translates the most, mm-hmm. translates the most through culture. Yeah. Uh, every single, you know, place has a different culture that offers different types of food. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, have to, I do the thing all the time where it's, like, every once in a while I'll have a meal and I'll eat with my hands. And then every time, like, someone will bug us, like, you eat with your hands? Yeah. I'm like, you literally just wash your hands. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the meal isn't the same without it. But to some people, they're like, whoa, like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's just like a, a culture, a cultural difference. Culture shock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, people are just not okay with things that they're not normal with. Right, right. Yeah. But being out of your comfort zone, that's how you explore. It's how you yeah. find stuff out. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like... Me traveling so much, especially recently, like, abroad, like, has made me so open to, like, the thought of, like, living in a different country, like, Mm -hmm. living abroad, like, I have thought a lot about, like, what I'm going to do after school, and so, like, I don't really want to go to grad school right now, Mm -hmm. so I want to, like, work a little bit, but, like, I think eventually I'm going to want to go into grad school, like, over in Europe. (laughs) I'm like, I really want to go to Amsterdam for grad school, like, I feel like that would be dope, but... So, what do you think you'd go to grad school for? Right now, probably, like, bioengineering. Bioengineering. Yeah, okay. if, or, I mean, but it depends, like, I really don't know. I mean, that, over that's the, the point of this. That's yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, over the past couple of years, like, I've just been, I've thought about the future so much, because, like, you know, it's inevitable it's, with oh, college yeah. and we stuff like that. We got our last year, so yeah. we got to figure stuff out eventually. <laughs> yeah, and, like, every time I see my mom, whenever I see her, she's always like, oh, like, are you sure you're happy with what you're doing, mm-hmm. like. That's awesome. My parents have, yeah, my parents have always been, like, super supportive with, like, what I want to do. Yeah. Like, they understand, like, if you're not happy, like, make yeah, a change. Yeah, yeah exactly. Change. That's a key element. And I think a lot of parents, uh, especially immigrant parents, just lack that. My parents mm-hmm. in specific, like, my parents are super supportive and they love, like, their kids. And, you know, they, like, they did everything that they could so I could yeah. end up where I wanted to be doing mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. But, like... At the same time, if they knew that I was, like, running a podcast and I want to start a YouTube channel and stuff like that, they'd be like, that's, they would question that's it. dumb. What yeah. are you doing? Like, they don't understand it just because, you know, the culture shock of, like, them being from a different country and coming yeah. here. Like, everything is so new and different to them. Like, them mm-hmm. living this lifestyle, isn't, it's not normal to them. Yeah. So, like, even even my college career, they've definitely impacted greatly 
um, I actually wanted to do uh, physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I've been a personal trainer for a while now. Yeah. It's like I've always been that guy that was like into the fitness and stuff. And like I thought, like I kind of wanted to go into per- uh, physical therapy or occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. And my freshman year, and I, I said that thought, and I talked to my mom about it, and she, she didn't tell me directly, like don't do that. Yeah. But she was like, "Oh, are you sure you want to do that?" Like yeah. she kind of put that doubt in me a yeah. little bit. And like no negative. Like I'm, a, I love my mom. Yeah. I love my pops. I love my mom. Like I'm not gonna. Be no, like, my mom oh, it's has done them. the same thing too. Like she kind of like plants the seeds sometimes. She's yeah. like Kind of like, but she's kind of she's just protecting you. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But I don't know. I think it's like, like with my mom, like she's always been super like, if you're not happy with what you're doing, mm-hmm. like you can change it. Like it's okay. Yeah. And I think like since I've been thinking about the future so much, like I kind of have gotten okay with the idea that like things aren't going to change, like turn out the way you expect them to turn and out. And things never do. Exactly. And the you thing just is that like, it out there are, yeah. And there are people who like change their job when they're like 30, 30 yeah, 40, yeah. 50 years old. Like, my life, I might never even become a bioengineer. Like, I you could... You never know. You literally ex- never know. Exactly. And I could, like, maybe, like, next year I'll find mm-hmm. something that I'm in love with and I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do with yeah. it for the rest of my life. And but exploring would definitely help that. Yeah. You just find more things and more options and more opportunities. Yeah. But, like, my, my mom specifically, like, she put in that doubt, like, that little bit of doubt that she put in me in my freshman year. She's like, oh, like, they don't really make that much money. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, like, that's for you. I feel as though instead of doing that, like, all parents should sit down with their kids and have an entire conversation where they like break down the path that they could take. like you know like kind of like a like a counselor or an yeah. advisor like like just sit down and break and it's like difficult for immigrants i get that but like i think they should go out of their way and try to research it or something yeah. and try to find out like you know the possibilities because honestly when you're at our age and i'm considering you start college at what, like 17 mm-hmm. like when you're at that age you have no like you ba- you're barely conscious in my opinion yeah. i think you start being conscious at like 13 mm-hmm. that's like one of my brother like i saw the shift from when he went from 12 to 13 yeah like he kind of like knows what's going like, on in the like, world grew up a little bit yeah, yeah. Like, he thinks about things before he does them instead mm-hmm. of just doing them yeah but he's still a piece of shit and he just doesn't <laughs> do things sometimes but like that to like 17 you like when you're going through high school like, you kind of develop. Yeah. But you're still not really an You're not even close to an adult. Yeah. Like, we, we're kind of close now, but we're still not close to an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, like, definitely some major shifts, but we're not, we're not there. Yet. There's we're a, not close there's to a, being there yet. There's a Joe Rogan bit about it. He goes, he goes, one day you're just at the grocery store, and they go either, like, paper or plastic, sir or ma'am, <laughs> and you're like, I'm not a ma'am or a sir. Like, yeah. Like, who do you think I am? No, like, it's not me. I'm still, like, <laughs> I'm still a kid. No. Yeah. But, like, no one really knows, and I think that's the most important thing, um, yeah. is, like, trying to just figure it out and kind of, like, you know, a little here and there, and, like, eventually, you know, find, like, a little happy place. Yeah, and I think, like, I don't know, like, it. to be honest, like, there's so much to see out in the world, and there's so much there's to so explore that, like, it doesn't really matter. It you doesn't. know what I mean? It does it's like, like, that's the thing that's... Like, it's, it's, think, a whole, it's, like, the BoJack perspective, like, nothing yes, really... Yeah, like, nothing really matters, like... Your life could end at any moment. Like, you might as well just go out of your way and see everything you can. Like, be involved in as many things as you can. Like, form relationships. Like, just find find out more about yourself. And then that's really life. That's really really it. (laughs) That that also goes back to your why not thing. Yeah. Why not? It's like, life is short. (laughs) You might as well make shit happen. So, or fuck up along the way and, you and know. learn from it. Exactly. I actually changed, I changed my, what's my phone? My phone background, I changed it to, and this kind of pisses me off, but it says sometimes you win and then sometimes you learn, but mm-hmm. the win is in all caps and the learns in lowercase. <laughs> so I read it as sometimes you win, 
sometimes you'll learn. learn. <laughs> it really bothers me, but like I really like the phrase, but I, yeah. need, I need to change it because I read it like that every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last question um, before I end it is, um, so your BME AMS and uh, when we went through the whole thing of not knowing, but where do you think you, like given how much you've explored, do you think that the chances of you going outside the U.S. and then pursuing a job uh, outside are likely? 100%. I, <laughs> to be honest, like every time I go somewhere new, I'm like, I want to live here for a couple years mm-hmm. and then I want to go. I, like, I have right now such like a nomadic per- like mm-hmm. thought process that I'm like, I don't want to stay in one place. I don't want to be stagnant. I just want to. That's, that's my biggest thing is I never want to feel like I'm at a dead end. Exactly. Like, and the thing is, there's definitely negatives of being like so nomadic. Like you. You know, you don't get to form those long-lasting relationships, mm-hmm. but I think that it's you it's can still for, you can still form them and yeah. just make different friends around the world. Like mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I'm 100 percent going somewhere else. I'm definitely gonna live <laughs> at least a year. If anyone you know? was to be the person that just knows a bunch of people from just every part of the world, it'd be 100 percent. Yeah, you. I think it 100 percent be you. Um, but yeah, that's a, I'm gonna that's connect a... the world one person at a time. <laughs> hey, one person at a time. <laughs> That's La Capitana right there. That's yeah. being the captain. All right. That's it. That's it. Good episode. <laughs> Peace out, guys.